make note that this program does not express the views and opinions of VidGul, its parent company, Genthany Enterprises, Inc., and its employees, affiliates, licensors, and agents. So, if you have a problem, don't blame it on me! Now, in high definition, you are watching VidGul. From Steampunk World's Fair, This is the Congoer. Features. <laughs> okay, and we're here at Steampunk World's Fair with Voltaire. How are you doing today? I am well. How are you? Doing pretty good. So what brings you to a Steampunk World's Fair? Well, I heard that VidGul was going to be at Steampunk World's Fair, and I, I always like to be interviewed for VidGul, <laughs> so I, I was sure to come. Oh, thank you for stopping by. Um, so you just came out with a book recently? Uh, yeah, it's called Call of the Jersey Devil. Technically, it comes out May 28th, but Amazon's shipping already. My publisher's shipping already, so I guess it's out now. It's premature. <laughs> so what is the book about? It's about 347 pages. Oh, um, five mole rats and a washed-up goth singer. That's me get stranded in the Pine Barrens of New Jersey where they discover two things. One is the horrifying truth that the uh, Jersey Devil spawn of folklore is real. And the other one is that, uh, that hell, as most people probably already suspected, is directly located directly below New Jersey. That would make sense. And look, someone off frame handed me, it was a Jen, you sneaky little bastard. <laughs> Handed me my book, look, Call of the Jersey Devil. There it is. Get Cover it. Done by renowned artist, Mr. Michael Comark. Does like Magic the Gathering and World of Warcraft art and stuff like that. That's pretty cool. That's why it's so damn awesome. And because I'm practically illiterate, I had da -da 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 -da, uh, 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 interior illustrations done by a gentleman named Paul Carrick who specializes in H.P. Uh, Lovecraft art. That's pretty awesome, not going to lie. That's really cool. Um, so you have the book out. You also have, uh, do you have a new album out? Or am I totally out of date right well, the, now? The most recent album is by Trexual, and it is a uh, pornographic collection of Star Trek and Star Wars songs with one Doctor Who song thrown in for good measure. And that came out last September. But I'm presently working on the new album, which is called Raised by Bats, which is ironically, or maybe not so ironically, the album that is referred to uh, in the novel Call of the Jersey Devil. That's, that is pretty funny. So you're probably bringing the book to life in a sense that way. Well, while I was writing the book, I, I needed to reference sort of gothy songs. So I referenced these songs that I wrote when I was a teenager in the 80s and in the early 90s. And uh, after I, you know, I got to thinking about them so much, I got a little uh, nostalgic. And I decided I'm going to make that album. I'm going to finally record those songs I wrote when I was a teenager. So it should really suck. <laughs> okay. All right. So Let's another face it. Face what? Let's face it. It's gonna suck. It's gonna suck. Yeah. How bad? Oh, you know. Well, it's gonna suck so hard that it's gonna go past bad into amazing. There you go. There you go. That's still gonna be good either way. All right. So, why my little pony plush? Why my little pony plush? Well, um. 
Well, you know, I, I design vinyl toys. That's kind of how it all started. I design vinyl toys, and I do I make a lot of like what they call designer vinyl toys, usually from my character Deddy, an evil teddy bear. And so I kept uh, having a lot of people who were into My Little Pony buying my Deddy toys and inquiring if I was a fan of My Little Pony, if I watched the show, et cetera, et cetera. And so one day I thought to myself, I'm going to make a vinyl My Little Pony, you know, in my own style. So I started trying to find, you know, factories that would manufacture that. And I didn't really have a lot of luck. But in my quest, I found some people who make plush. And I thought, oh, I could do it as plush. So I've taken, in essence... Um, I guess you could say Pinkie Pie from the show, like one of the you know nicest, sweetest, pinkest characters, and and then sort of ha made it, redesigned it as goth. So it's black, and instead of balloons on the flank, there's like skulls on the flank, and it's sort of um, I don't know, a weird little parody. For those old enough to remember my comic book, Oh My Goth, I did something similar in the book where I had the Terror Tubbies, uh, which were like a gothic version of the Teletubbies, and I had a character called Pukinchu. Which was like that Pikachu, character. Pikachu, except he just like threw up all the time. That was his special power, was that he threw up all the time. Uh, which was, you know, it sounds terrible, but it was a lot better than his cousin Fecal Spew. He didn't want to be anywhere near Fecal Spew. Uh, yeah. That was one of those moments. People, someone's walking by, they're like, Fecal Spew? Fecal Spew? Wrong convention. Um, in any case, so, yeah, it's something that I do. I like to take things that are really super cute and kind of turn them on their head a little bit. So that's why there is a Pony of Doom. And it's adorable. It is so adorable. I want to love it and squeeze it and hug it and maybe have sex with it. Got another question. So have you seen Doctor Who re uh, since you wrote the Doctor Who song? No, I've never watched Doctor Who. <laughs> My Doctor Who song was written by the fans, basically. They just sent me a bunch of information. Look, when I was making Bitrexual, um, everybody understood that this is a Star Trek and Star Wars album. But the Doctor Who fans are so f annoying. You could f that out. Uh, they're so persistent. They're like, you have to make a Doctor Who song. You have to make a Doctor Who song. So I said, all right, look, I've never really watched the show. Um, because when I was a kid and I owned a TV and might have watched it, the protagonist was like a 60-year-old man with a Jew fro and a long scarf. And the effects were really crappy. I was like, this show sucks. Who would ever watch this? So I never got into it. So I said to them, look, just send me every bit of information you can about the show. And people did. And eventually what I had was a giant pile of information about Doctor Who. But none of it really meant anything to me until at a sci-fi convention... A young lady came up to me and said, how's that Doctor Who song coming along? And I said, not that great. And she said, has anyone told you yet that it's bigger on the inside? I, like, I don't know what that means, but it sounds really dirty, and that I can write a song about. So I have a Doctor, Su uh, Doctor Who song called It's Bigger on the Inside. There you go. So that's how it went. And that's how it went. And it's filthy. Yeah, well, the TARDIS is bigger on the inside, so... I'm gonna take action. I'm gonna take your word for it. <laughs> Discord. Ah yes, Discord. Discord. Well, look, while I was immersed in the world of making Pony of Doom and basically, you know, being besieged by bronies and Pegasisters on a daily basis, people kept asking me, like, you you know, why aren't you on the show? You you sing on Billy and Mandy, you should sing on uh on My Little Pony, French's Biz Magic, which I would love. I said, yeah, I, I would totally do that. Uh, of course, that's for the producers of the show to decide. Um, but anyway, so I said, you know, I mean, that's, of course, I would love to do that. But that's not really a decision for me to make. 
But the more I got to thinking about it, the more I started thinking, well, if I did do a song, what would it be about? And naturally, it would be about Discord. Or, you know, I guess, I'm going to say it's probably the closest thing to a villain, right? Is Discord a villain? Um, kind of quasi-villain, right? Yeah, he's, he's kind of a mischievous, misunderstood creature. Well, I mean, he's voiced by Q, so I'm assuming he's kind of similar. Very similar to similarly Q. Similarly obnoxious. Yes. And mischievous. <laughs> well, anyway, so I thought I'd probably do a song about that and one night while in the tub, because I take four-hour-long baths, and I drank four bottles of wine, and I was totally waterlogged, and I'd smoked like three cigars. So I, let's just say I was in a state where suddenly writing a song about My Little Pony seemed reasonable. And so I just started humming, and I kind of came up with like a little sketch for a song about Discord. And so I said, if... The Pony of Doom sell out in the first month. I'll record that song. But they didn't. What? No, I have like a hundred short. Really? Yeah. So there will be no song about Discord. Please. <laughs> no time. <laughs> it might still happen. Okay. It might still happen. But not soon. <laughs> yeah. So in the future somewhere out there. Or, you know, hey, if uh, the powers that be lobby and say, let's get Voltaire on the show. Because if, I mean, if you go to Voltaire.net slash on camera or something like that just go to my website if you go to the on camera section you'll see like i've done a bit of acting i've been on a lot of tv shows and and obviously sung some songs on shows and so i would totally do it it's just the powers that be need to want it to happen so and so i hope that happens and then you'll hear my song about discord okay so just a random question since you're a star trek fan have you seen the new into the darkness film yet i did what did you think well let me tell you that i loved the first jj abrams star trek film and i hate hate, hate, hate that they mess with the timeline because I like Star Trek canon. You know, I like it to be part of the lore. So they basically are creating this whole new batch of stories that are irrelevant. They don't really mean anything because they're not really part of the lore. So that bothered me. But I think I was just so felt so nostalgic to see the costumes and the old bridge and, and the sound effects from the bridge that I was just like a little kid in a candy store watching it. I went to go see Into Darkness. And I guess my, my 10 second review would be I would prefer if they stuck with their mission statement and boldly went where no one has gone before instead of rehashing a lot of old material while looking at you the whole time going, huh? See what we did there? Huh? So I think it's like a, trying to be a little too clever for its own good. I, re I want new Star Trek stories. I don't really need to see a remake, which is, spoiler alert, kind of what this is. That is true. I do agree with you on that much. Um, is there anywhere, any other cons or shows that you'll be performing at if they can, if you, they missed you here at Steampunk World's Fair? Um, well, sure. Uh, I think next weekend I'm at Up in the Ether in Detroit. And then uh, June 2nd I'm in Brooklyn at Zombie Crawl, which is this event where you get dressed up as a zombie and you go out and you drink at like 12 different bars and then you come see me play. So by that point you won't even know what I'm doing, which is probably good. Uh, and then June 8th, I'm in Dallas at the church. June 9th, I'm in uh, New Orleans. June 10th, I'm in St. Louis at the Crack Fox. And uh, that's a Mighty Boosh reference. And um, I don't know what I'm doing after that. Australian tour in August. Uh, you know, the short answer is go to Voltaire.net. Voltaire.net. And if you look in the calendar, so oh, do we have to reframe that? Voltaire.net. And in the calendar section, you'll see where I'm playing. And maybe I'm playing somewhere near you. And you. And you. 
And I see you hiding back there. And you, oh my God, put some pants on. And you. Okay, well, thank you very much for your time. My pleasure. Always a pleasure to be on VidGulp. You saw it here first at VidGulp. Thank you.